If you could change any choices you have ever made, would you? You can always make another choice and change the course of your success. Everyone has the potency to make inspired choices. Get ready to listen, share, and experience the creativity that is you. Now, here is the host of Inspired Choices Radio Show, Holographist Coach, Christine McIver. Welcome, 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 everyone. Thank you so much for joining with us tonight, whether you're listening live or you're listening in one of the many podcasts we have all around the world, I welcome you to tonight's show. Yes, I am your host, Christine McIver, and tonight I have a special guest, and we're going to be talking about Is Happy in Pursuit Attainable? My guest is Dave Ravenman, and we're going to be talking deeply about what's been going on in his world and what it really means to be happy in pursuit. So before we dive into that, I want to tell you a little bit about myself. I am a holographist coach, which means I work with individuals and organizations to bring them into their deepest desires right here, right now. Whether it's something that's stopping them energetically, blocking out what they uh, don't even realize is going on, if it's a belief system that needs to be changed, or it's actually strategy on how to create the relationship, create the business, create the the deep desires that are coming through them. I work one-on-one with them, and we really move you forward very, very quickly, working to to really get you what you desire and and have it come in with so much fun and ease that it really will blow your mind. So tonight we have Dave Rahman, and Dave is actually an entrepreneur, and he's going to be talking about what's been going on in his life. So is happy in pursuit attainable? Are you searching for your happy place, or have you decided that good enough is what you will take? If you give up on your happy, do you miss out on your true impact in the world? That's a question that I'm really curious about. So Dave is an entrepreneur, and he has been in this his entire life. Today, he's the owner of Traveler's West, a legendary restaurant in the Bahamas. Prior to his current adventure, he was a marketing professional and a printer. Born in Trinidad and schooled in Canada, Dave calls many places home. Over the years, while running his own business, He has been involved in a number of well-known events, including the Carnival in Trinidad and Tobago, Carabana in Toronto, and Junkanoo Carnival in the Bahamas. Welcome to the show, Dave. Uh, Thanks for having me. You're welcome. I'm glad you're here. So right now, you are actually sitting in your newest adventure in the Bahamas. Is that correct? I am in what passes for an what passes for rest- say that again? What what passes for an office at the restaurant? <laughs> what passes for an office? Very cool. So this this whole idea of happy in pursuit and and it being attainable, this is something that came to you uh, most recently, or has that been part of your your total existence your whole life? Well, it to some extent, I guess it's been that way philosophically, but the uh, the actual mantra and the name came to me when I decided to come down to the Bahamas to try and make a go of this restaurant. Mm. 
Okay. Well, we're going to get into all about the restaurant, but I really want to learn and, and have our listeners learn more about your life and, and the different, you know, this entrepreneurial life that you've created. Tell, give us a little bit of background, like fill in the spaces that I didn't speak to in your bio. Okay. Uh, after I uh, finished school, uh, university, I went back home to Trinidad, and frankly, the employment prospects were not uh, not great. I could have worked for my family company, uh, but mostly in a menial capacity, <laughs> and um, and I decided Canada was the uh, well. Fate decided that Canada was the place that I should should go back to. When I arrived in Canada. I hadn't really worked any, I shouldn't say that. I, I, I had one or two project-type jobs, but I'd never really been employed in a conventional sense with any company other than my family company. So when I came to Canada, it was really the first time at, at job hunting and, you know, working and mm -hmm. being an employee like most people. And to put it mildly, I really didn't enjoy it. I, uh, I, <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't think most people enjoy it. Uh, it, it was a long time, um, well, I think waiting around at somebody else's time frame. You know what I mean? Uh, I, I couldn't wrap my head around selling my time to people in blocks mm. because you have you you have to you have to spend your time wisely right you know, that's that's one of the things you just don't get back so some days it makes sense to go to work you know for fifteen dollars an hour or twenty dollars an hour seven hundred dollars an hour whatever your hourly rate wage is. But then there are other days where that hour could be spent uh, much more productively. So going to work at, at a nine-to-five job and having to say to a friend who I haven't seen for years, who is in the airport for four hours, you know, oh, well, I'm working. I'm sorry, I can't come see you. Just didn't make a lot of sense to me. So having been fired from every one of my nine-to-five jobs. Um, <laughs> and, and this is a record told for this day, um, with, with, with one exception. Um, I decided, or more to the point, really, my mom decided, or made me decide, to go into business for myself. You're not saying too much. No, I'm listening. I, I'm loving. I'm. I'm loving you laying this out. So, so what was it that your mom saw? What What, what did she recognize <coughs> in you that had her say, "Okay, look, this is where you you need to be going." Right. Well, I would love to say she she saw a deep vein of the entrepreneurial spirit <laughs> combined with the uh, combined with the the discipline and and wisdom to make a success of running your own business. But um, but it was more along the lines of 
child, you're getting fired from everything. <laughs> Look, you can't fire yourself. So just, um, you come from a business family. Just grow up here and open a business. And uh, my little brother was also uh, here with me, in Canada, that is. And uh, mm -hmm. together we decided, well, he, he knew how to operate a printing press. And, um, and I could always talk to people and get customers and stuff like that. I always had a flair for that kind of thing. So we decided to open a, a small print shop uh, on our mom's urging. And we went, I'll never forget this. It's a company called Household Finance. I think they still operate in Canada. But they, 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 they give loans to people with, with, with bad credit or no credit. So they, um, they charge you a murderous uh, interest rate. Right. But my brother and I um, decided we were going to open the arm. We were going to buy a printing press and start running a printry. And, and that, I mean, that, that's where it started. So that was, but that was your family's business. That's what you learned growing up, correct? Um, well, that was my family business. I come from a long line of printers. And I worked, you know, as a child, I worked in the printry. All the kids had to pitch in when it was necessary. So, but, you know, I didn't do anything skilled or technical, but I was really young. Um, mm -hmm. My younger brother moved back to Trinidad. Um, a couple of years before I did. But he was at that point in time old enough to actually work in the printry. So, you know, he got a chance to learn how to run a press and that kind of thing. Okay. Um, and he's just gifted at it. He's, he's a natural-born person. So the hardest thing in business is finding good employees, right? I mean, I would be a, a key reason why that kind of thing is tough. And um, and <laughs> he, uh, you know, he would having a good pressman is the core of being able to have a good print shop. So uh, we were successful. I, it, it was actually precipitated by the last time I got fired. Um, I worked for a company out of Detroit. That interesting job, um, in so much as. Jobs are interesting. Uh, we supplied specialized alloys to the automotive and aircraft industry. And I worked there for six months and um, did a bang-up job, by the way. <laughs> and um, the manager from Detroit drove up from Detroit to the office in... Uh, I'm not sure if it's Brampton or Mississauga, but it's it's just north of the airport, Toronto Pearson Airport, um, the big airport in Toronto. And he drove there, and a snowstorm descended while he was on the way. So he ended up driving through a snowstorm to fire me. And on his way, he crashed into a bridge. <laughs> oh, my God. He, he, uh, a little bit of shadow for him. Uh, he crashed into a bridge, 
and drove in his car and waited inside the road for hours. And um, he staggered into the office, like literally battered. Um, the airbag hit him. He was just covered in snow. And he just walked into the, uh, he took two steps into the door, took one look at me. He said, you're fired. And then sat down. And um, I was like, oh my God, Brian, are you okay? What the hell happened? And then he explained. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. So I had to get into my little Dodge Omni for the, uh, for the third time and drive, do the drive of shame uh, back home uh, because I'm fired. And and the irony of it is he fired me because he thought the owner of the company and, and Brian, who was my immediate superior, thought I was opening a business of my own. They, 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 they somehow got the impression I was opening a business of my own. And that's why he came up and fired me. And I wasn't. Uh, I had no plan at that point in time to open up a business. And um, I drove home, and that's when I was like, child, you get fired again. Look, you and your brother. <laughs> you and your brother. He can print. You can sell. You come from a business family, right? Every every job you work at, every job you work at, you got fired from. So... so uh, so, so this decided. initial, sorry, so this initial business wasn't really about happy in pursuit. It, it, it was really about survival in pursuit. Well, not necessarily. I mean, I I had three jobs in the maybe year and a half or two years when I after I came back from Canada, right? And right. and I got fired from the three. But, but, um, but I actually had four jobs, and I quit one of them. But each job was a step up. It was a step up in salary, and it was something more interesting. Um, because I, I, I've always, even even the times that I had jobs and and the projects that I take on, uh, you know, they need to be interesting for me. Right. Uh, or else, or else I I won't be good at it. Well, you're not alone in that. So we're gonna go to break um, in just a minute, Dave. And and for all the listeners out there, whether whether you've been in your own business or you're looking to your go in your own business or you're you you work full time for someone else, it, it it doesn't matter. What what really we what we really want to talk about tonight is is this whole idea of happy in pursuit and and I know we do have a question in the chat room as well. So stay tuned. We'll we'll be back uh after this break where we're going to talk about is happy in pursuit attainable. You are listening to Inspired Choices with myself Christine McIver, my guest Dave Rahman and here on the Inspired Choices Network. We'll be right back. Many of us make choices in our lives based on our past experiences or what others believe. What would our lives be like if we made our choices based on what we desire for our futures? When you join Inspired Choices Radio Show with holographist coach Christine McIver, you'll be provoked to look at what is true and what you know but may not choose that requires your attention. 
Christine does not hold back and brings all her expertise during each and every show. Are you ready to create the life and the living you truly desire? Listen for Inspired Choices Radio Show every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Mountain, and 5 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is Inspired Choices Radio Show with holographist coach Christine McIver. To participate in the program, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736 or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to christine at inspiredchoices.ca. Now, back to the program. All right, everyone, welcome back. Thank you for joining us tonight. We are talking with Dave Rahman and we are talking about is happy in pursuit attainable. So Dave, before we went to commercial, you gave us a fabulous uh, a fabulous story about your life and and how you came to be uh, in your own business. What I'm very curious about is when did you start to really sense that obtaining this happiness, really going for this happiness was something that you were on a mission to do? Hmm. On a mission. Mm-hmm. I don't really think I don't really think of it as a mission. Okay. Um, I feel that it's more about how I have to characterize my journey. Rather than um rather than than a mission which kinda indicates a, an objective, you know. Uh certainly Practically in life, you have to have objectives. Uh, you know, I, my, some of my objectives here are, you know, sales targets or, or uh, social media ratings. Um, you know, various sort of business type milestones the, the, or, or objectives. <coughs> and practically in life, you have to have that. But Coming down here and doing this was was just a, a attempt to you know to bring some more joy in into how I make a living mm. essentially uh, uh, I essentially quit my old job I shut my uh, 
I shut my uh, my lovely marketing company down and um, and decided to go into a different kind of business. And I had that whole business all all set up um, and ready to go. And then the the opportunity to own this this beautiful place. Uh, and to your listeners are speaking about it in the abstract. But uh, allow me to just give them a um, a feel for what we're talking about. It's uh it's a hundred and fifty feet that is uh twenty feet away from the ocean. Uh, this is picture postcard beautiful beachfront. Uh it's the kinda Along the same coast is Sandals, it's the Atlantis, it's the Bahama, uh, Life at Key. Just these magnificently posh places that, that choose to locate, locate there. Uh, the place that I have is 60 years old, maybe a little touch longer than that. The, the building itself, it has its bumps and bruises. But if you walk in here, you will you will immediately sense that this is a special place, and the history of the place is inextricably interwoven with the history of music. And now that I'm back here and doing this again, uh, that that that's happening again, uh, and it. It has something to do with the magic of this place. It, it, it really must. Uh, Bob Marley and Eric Clapton sat and drank at this bar. You two, the, the Rolling Stones, Joe Cocker, Annie Lennox, <laughs> Talking Heads. And it's not hard to see why this place inspires creative people to, to come here. I have had... Well, this Monday would be a good, a good example of it. This Monday, you know, there were some playwrights, some filmmakers, jazz people, poetry people, rappers. It's 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 a magnificent thing to be able to um, to be a fly on the wall to what this kind of place hmm. brings and it's it's a privilege I mean you know you know this because for just yeah. for you listeners just for you listeners Christine's maybe playing shy uh, she came down here to the Bahamas <laughs> and spent and spent uh, uh, a bit of time with me <laughs> and you know making uh, making the the journey a little more happy and uh, definitely a little more easy. And it's difficult to um, to do. I, I'm not saying it's not difficult to do, but the idea of of taking on difficult things. <laughs> the, <laughs> the idea of the idea of taking on difficult things. 
shouldn't daunt you if there we go you know it it shouldn't daunt you if you know that taking on these difficult things can bring you pleasure the the process of taking on difficult things these small victories the they haven't to anticipate and then and then finish it's 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 part of the way that you have to be made up i suppose i don't know if you can train yourself to be that way but to be able to take your small victories and celebrate them large and take your large defeats and and not brush it off but just let it get filed away in, into the oh well you know shit happens or or <laughs> you know well you 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 can't win them all and then right. and then not and then not dwell on it and and then just not okay i have a question for you 27 what? <laughs> that is if you don't know that is dave's standard answer whenever I say this. Um, Dave, what is your definition? And I'll tell you what mine is when we're done, when you're done. But what is your definition of happy in pursuit? What does that look like to you? I think is that... Wow. A definition of happy in pursuit. Mm-hmm. Definition of happy and pursuit. Being able, being able to enjoy the thrill of the chase, and mm-hmm. and not having happiness as an objective, not having. I shouldn't say as an objective but as a destination because because I think that's that's what most people do. They kind of put happiness inside destination, you know what I mean? Like I will so, be happy yeah. I will be when. happy when I will be happy when and I want to say I, I am happy now. And right. I mean you you you've seen this with me uh you know after a 14 hour day uh you're ready to go home and drunk Australians show up on your neck. <laughs> Every night. <laughs> Every night. And and rather than rather than being like, Oh God damn, I'm tired. I just wanna go home you know, you enjoy the fact that they wanna hang out with you and and you laugh and you and you and you you take that time to to pile in some of that happiness right well it's it's really interesting, you know, um as many of my listeners will know, I've been in business now for i guess I'm going into my twelfth year, and I've been known for someone who does a lot of work and gets a lot of things done and have sat. Uh, at my desk, at this computer, uh, for hours on end, and really 
striving for an objective, a, 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 an end point, to get to an end point. And, you know, there's been moments of bliss and moments of joy in the, you know, really in what was being created at the time, but always feeling like I had to get to that end point, whatever that end point was. You know, it could have been a small objective for the day or a big objective for the month. And being um, at the restaurant and really experiencing the the highs and the lows and the different people and and seeing their happy in pursuit or their struggles. What it did for me was really had me become much more present with the moments and much more present with the with with the gifts and the and the surprises that were available without having to live in tomorrow or into the objectives. And that's a big switch for me. That that is is a really big switch because you know most people are raised in this society raised to you know write down a goal now spend the next 30 years trying to hit the goal and so i think what what's really cool about your philosophy about happy in pursuit has changed that certainly for me and in the moments of changing it for me my happiness has grown. There's something so huge about being very present in the moment. You see things differently. You experience things differently. So, you know, to get to the the quick answer uh, of the question, is happy in pursuit attainable? It is. But I think it does require... A deep look at your belief system, a deep look at the judgments that you are choosing to uh, take on from other people and and what it is that you are really desiring in the moment. Because I think you need to have long-term objectives, certainly, um, as you do, as I do, and, and also the moment-to-moment objectives. And we have a, a question um, from Melissa in the chat room, our fabulous producer tonight. And she said that she wonders what is the difference between being in pursuit of happiness or being happiness in pursuit? Is that a question you want me to answer right now? Because I, I thought uh, you had to go to break. Yes. Yeah, no, we you please answer that and then, then we'll jump to break. Sure. Is there... Well, because... Being in pursuit of happiness, right, is like I am on a journey towards happiness. So the journey is not the happiness. Whereas, whereas happy in pursuit, the, the, the journey is the happiness. You know, because I, I, know, I know this for sure, that if uh, when I... When, when I am successful at this restaurant, right, mm-hmm. it will lose some of its appeal to me. And I know that <laughs> seems I know that seems strange. But I think it's true for most people. I, I think it's true for most people. That you 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 spend the bulk of your time trying to get to a destination. 
And then when you get to destination, no matter how high the high is, having gotten to the destination, that happiness falls off very rapidly. And um, and and what what you end up having is a, a, a much larger amount of your time uh, spent without really being happy, and a much larger, a much shorter period of your time uh, being being happy. And and I don't think the high of of self sacrifice for long periods of time until you reach that big goal. I don't yeah. think the high from that is as, and you may be able to bear me out on this, because I think the time you spent with me here should have showed you this, that that interesting people, wonderful people, magnificent sights, great things come when you just open it up, when, 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 when you're... you're talk to people and when you just open yourself up and 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 say yes and, and say yes to invitations and and say yes to things and just just be out there without without an agenda and and you will you will have those highs you you will get you will get those highs and, and from, mm-hmm. from all sorts of things so remember, well, rem- remember the, the the meals we had from one of those drunk Australians. <laughs> the food, the, the food we ate. I mean, to me that it, that meal that night was was the height of pleasure. It was wonderful. We we've got a lot more to talk about. We're gonna jump to our second break of the night. Uh, when you come back. Um, I really want to address people that are listening going, okay, but I'm not going to buy a restaurant in the Bahamas, so maybe this doesn't actually apply to me. Well, it does. So stick around. We're going to we're going to come back here. We're going to continue the conversation. We're going to really talk about what it means to attain happiness in pursuit. You're listening to Inspired Choices with myself, Christine McIver, my guest, Dave Rodman. We'll be right back. Many of us make choices in our lives based on our past experiences or what others believe. What would our lives be like if we made our choices based on what we desire for our futures? When you join Inspired Choices Radio Show with holographist coach Christine McIver, you'll be provoked to look at what is true and what you know but may not choose that requires your attention. Christine does not hold back and brings all her expertise during each and every show. Are you ready to create the life and the living you truly desire? Listen for Inspired Choices Radio Show every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Mountain, and 5 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you ready to have pleasure with your business? Yes, I said pleasure with your business. The pleasure of business a la carte will surprise you with topics like meet yourself in the boardroom, money, services, and you. Expand your visibility. The pleasure of communication. The pleasure of Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn. 
Christine McIver has so much pleasure with business and loves teaching all things business. Beginning a new business? Desiring to expand a current business? Or looking to resurrect a business that has been dormant? This program will get you fired up and bring more pleasure than you have ever imagined. Exhausted with your excuses for not creating a phenomenal business? Join now for all the pleasure with business. Pleasure of Business Oligarch gives you total choice for what you desire and what your business requires. That's 24 weeks of different topics to choose from with weekly calls, audio and video recordings, and PDFs. This class will have you dive right in and use tools to create the business that has been speaking to you. Go to inspiredchoices.ca for full details or join the Facebook page Pleasure of Business a la carte. Now is the time for you and your business. This is Inspired Choices Radio Show with holographist coach Christine McIver. To participate in the program, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to christine at inspiredchoices.ca. Now, back to the program. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Thank you so much for being with us tonight. Before we get back into the show, I do want to say that if you are interested in learning more about moving forward and being happy in pursuit, if you have desires that you're looking to obtain but feel stuck, please reach out to me. I give every person a half-hour session uh, at no cost to see if there's a match and to see if we can actually obtain the objectives you're looking to obtain. So you can connect with me at inspiredchoices.ca or email me christine at inspiredchoices.ca. Okay, back to the show. All right, so Dave, before we went to break, we were really talking about the experience of being at the restaurant and it it is really a magnificent experience to be there and to see the different individuals that come in on the different days and and how there is something that changes for people when they hit that deck, I think. I think that there is is like the the energy of the history of that restaurant and all the amazing creative beings that have been there. It actually starts to pull that out of other people. Uh, they definitely relax looking at that beautiful ocean, but also they they really want to learn about the history and then they start to bring out more of their own creative selves in whatever it is that they do and they talk about it. So that is just, it's just a fabulous experience. So guys, go check that out in Nassau uh, in the Bahamas. But when we're looking at happiness in pursuit and we're looking at it for, you know, anyone from any walk of life, whatever that they are doing, what is it for them, do you think, that they that would be something that if they would focus on or they would start to look at each and every day, would start to move them forward into being happiness in pursuit? Right. You know, I, I think to some extent is to try and find your meaning in what you're doing. And, and when I say that, I mean understanding how what you're doing is meaningful. Uh, being able to 
to place importance on your work and, and, and it doesn't matter what you do. If anything, this, this place has taught me that to some extent and, and, um, and one thing in particular, being a dishwasher. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's, it's one of those professions where people will refer to it, you know, like, oh, working at McDonald's or, or he's a dishwasher. And um, let me tell you, I, I value the hell out of my dishwasher. He's a very <laughs> meaningful person in this restaurant. Uh, if he is not here in, in half an hour's time, um, this place turns from a magical uh, wonderland on the beach into <laughs> um, into a war zone, right? Into a war zone with 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 angry people going, you know, where the hell is my food? And um, and well, you you know this, uh, I my uh, my very bright, very well educated son um, was washing dishes at Whole Foods for a little more than a year. Uh, mm-hmm. After he dropped out of school, and I really sort of had that feeling about what he was doing, um, and you know, catch your lessons where you where you get them. I came here, and I saw exactly how difficult a job it is, how 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 laborious, how man how how, how manual it is, how. Oh, you have to stay after everybody, you know, you know, the, on the longest day in the restaurant when I when I force the kitchen to stay open and, and we, we you know, we go till one, two in the morning. It doesn't matter what time everybody leaves and, and the kitchen closes down, the the dishwasher is here after everybody cleaning up, right? So mm-hmm. I, I can see where that, that could really be a, a, a thankless job. But if I was doing that job, I would I would comfort myself with the knowledge that, you know, I am an integral part of this fabulous place, and and you have to find your you have to find the thing that makes what you're doing cool or or important or or necessary. Um, if not for what other people think, but for what you think. Because that's the most important person you have to convince that you're happy. You know, right. it's you. Uh, it doesn't matter if other people think you're happy. It really matters if you think you're happy. And, and I find, at least for mm-hmm. me anyway, being able to um, being able to look at the things that I've done and 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 say, well, you know, this was cool because uh, I had a I had a small print shop in a. In Toronto, right? Uh, it it wasn't it wasn't huge. Um, it 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 paid the it paid the bills, but um, but you know it wasn't success at the same level that my dad had. For instance, my dad was a printer. He had, you know we had 150 employees, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But you know, when I when I think about my my company, then what I thought about it while I was there, I had Apple as a customer, I had uh, Adobe as a customer, uh, I I got I I got to be the first printer to in Canada to to print a a file <laughs> off of 
off of PDF. Um, and that that sort of made my job cool to me. I, I got a chance to launch the iMac. Uh, you you know you know some of this some of this record. Yeah. Um, yes. You know some of this record. I, I I worked for BP when they were when they were damaging the Gulf of Mexico. I I worked for AIG when <laughs> they were ruining the economy of the world. Uh, I had Apple when they got sued for slavery. Um, I mean, it it may not make sense to you, but but um, it made my little it made my little venture cool to me. Uh, it, it made my little, little venture sort of interesting, and and when there wasn't enough money or when the hours were long, that's what kept me happy. Right. I, I you know, it, it's it really comes down to a lot of the things that I talk about with with um, with different guests and with with a lot of the hosts on the network. It's really finding those those moments and. And again, it's about not going out pursuing them, but being in the moment and recognizing them, seeing what is right with us, what, you know, the impact that we're having in the world, whether we're, you know, talking to someone when we're driving through the drive-thru at Tim Hortons and we're making the, the <laughs> cashier laugh or, which you do all the time, or or it's just talking to an individual that we walk by. It's 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 being in those moments, and I think I'm you know as each day goes by in my life, I I see it more and more and more that we're we're a society that is rushing and and constantly hurry 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 hurry, and we are missing so much of our life. And and the the living beings that are around us and those those incredible moments that if if we would work to be more present if we would work to really be with our environments with the people around us we wouldn't we would be much more in the happiness. You know, a lot of people do a lot of things. They, you know, a lot of people meditate for hours on end and, you know, they, they do specific things to, to actually create those moments of happiness. And I, I really get that more, more often than not, if we are present with the people and we listen and we hear what another person has to say or we ask them a question about them and we, we start to find such interesting creations, interesting people that are creating around us. And, and then we start to look at that within ourselves. The, the idea of happiness, of course, is each person's definition. And yet, to be happy is really a choice. It comes down to a choice we can make in each moment in each thing that we are doing and and you know just speaking to people when when I have people that are interested in maybe being a host here on the network I I have spoke to so many different people whether they've said yes or or they've you know they they haven't said yes as yet but I've spoke to so many people and I've learned 
about what they're doing in the world and their desires and, and what they see as the, the thing that they can bring forth to create something greater. It's a privilege to meet that, that many people and, and to really see into their world and, and what they're desiring and, and how they want to make a difference. And I think that that, for me, when I, after I had those conversations with people, I am truly happy about, wow, I got to meet this person and, and I meet people from all over the world. I have people that, you know, have been, <laughs> I have some of the, my best friends I've never actually physically met in person <laughs> because I, because of the, doing what I do and, and how I do it and being connected to these people makes me incredibly happy. And, and learning and having the opportunity to learn more about other people, I, that fascinates me and it, and it brings a lot of joy to my life. And, and I appreciate that you have shown me a lot of that, Dave. You've shown me about being present in that moment. Many of us believe we're present in that moment. I've, I've, I've spoken to a lot of people that say they're very, very present and I've watched you over time be more present with people than probably anybody I've ever seen before. That's, um, <laughs> that's, that's a little funny to me because, because I think half the time you think I'm just, uh, out in left field, uh, <laughs> distracted and like a squirrel chasing after, you know, shiny objects or nuts or whatever. Well, but, but, let's um, not, you know, I, I let's not just something. pretend that you don't do all that. I know you you do that, but I, you're distracted by being present with people. Yeah, people. Yeah, it, it's true. People, uh, people tend to jump to the front of you with me in terms of objectives, in terms of agenda, in terms of a lot of things. But but as I said, I I, I think um, on balance it. Uh, it enriches my life. I wouldn't want um I wouldn't want that to be the case if let's say I was an air traffic controller. <laughs> um, but <laughs> but you, you you understand I know you understand what I yeah. what I mean. I I I wanted to say that you know what what you do is amazingly cool too. And I don't know that you always, I don't know that you always get it because you're you're such a detail oriented, uh, detail oriented person. But but you you give people a a huge voice. You're doing something that is is really, you know, ten years ago would have been unheard of. You are allowing. You're allowing individuals of modest means. And I'm not suggesting your hosts are of modest means. I just mean that in your platform and, and at your price, you know, the way you structure everything, people of modest means could, could get their own radio show, a, a legitimate radio show, professionally done. And it, 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 you're empowering people. It's, it's like uh, in many ways... I see it just like how my dad saw what he did. You know, he he bought that little printing press. I I think you've seen it. I I have it in my garage. It's a little hand printing press. And I mean, boy, he 
yeah, I think I struggle. I mean, he struggled more, and and but he he took it as his his personal mission. You know, he 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 was like, I am a printer. I am a friend of democracy. Uh, you know, when 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 the dictators want to shut down a country, one of the first things they go for is the uh, is the newspapers, the printing presses, um, and and that that was how he felt there was nobility in what he was doing. Um, mm-hmm. it, it's hard to find nobility in a, in owning a bar on the beach, but I, I know this already, and I've only had it for a small time that uh, that. Some people come here for various different reasons. Some come for fun, some come for comfort. Uh, since I've been here, you know, there's there's 13 or 14 people who now depend on me. They depend on me for a livelihood. I've been able to to give people who lost everything in the hurricane a hand up. Um, and that and lends immeasurably to my happiness because it, for for an adult to say you know I'm just doing things to make me happy seems trite, but it doesn't have to be if you could find the meaning in what you do. Right. Well, this conversation went very very quickly, Dave. You know, I I appreciate the conversation for myself and and for all of the listeners out there. I think. More happiness in the world in the in the moment by moment is a gift that we give to ourselves and we gift to to everyone around us and and the generations that are coming forth. I think they're actually teaching us about being more present. Thank you everyone for being here, Dave. Thank you for taking the time out of the restaurant to be with us on the radio next week. My I'm friends, sorry, join me again. I'm going to. You're welcome. I am going to have um, my guest Karen Leslie. We're going to be talking about daring to walk away from who I believed I was. Until then, my friends, take good care. Remember, you can always make another choice. Until then, keep going with happiness in pursuit. Thanks for, for now. choosing to listen to Inspired Choices Radio Show. Christine McIver will return next Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Mountain, and 5 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, be willing to choose what you really desire. This is your life. Making the choices that bring you all that you